video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. I am Jess and I have with me the wonderful Craig and the wonderful Andy. Hey, Ope. Hello. Yeah, so we are here once again to catch you up and react to the latest news in the video game industry, of which this week there is lots. So in the last week we've had Summer Game Fest Showcase, Microsoft and Bethesda's Dual Purpose Xbox Showcase, and Starfield Direct, PC Gaming Show, Ubisoft Forward, Capcom Showcase... To name a few, there's been more. Um, obviously, we don't have time to go through everything this week, but we will discuss the highlights. If you missed it, there are two live shows on our YouTube channel, which you can go back and watch. One following the Summer Game Fest opening show, discussing all that was announced there, and then also one on the Xbox and Starfield showcase as well. As always, make sure you follow our socials and subscribe so you don't miss future ones and live shows and episodes and all that jazz. All the links can be found in the episode description. Easy for you to say. Mm. That's what I'm here for. How are we? Hot, hot, hot. Melting. I think it, I'm just looking. Is it? Has it been 28 degrees today at one point? Probably. Oh, Because I think I can't uh, go back the way, but it's saying that today, Tuesday, 28 degrees. Yeah. So it's been 28 degrees at like probably like 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. It was 29 on Saturday. I don't understand this thing as well when it's like, it's 24 degrees, but then sometimes it says feels like... 82. <laughs> like, why? What's the feels, feels like thing? Because it feels like 82. I think it's to do with the wind. Like, if it's windy, well, look, then it doesn't feel as bad. Uh, and if there's like precipitation Humidity in there and, and stuff like that. Uh, stuff. Yeah. Humidity. Because, well, what's that? Precipitation. Uh, so, like, humidity, precipitation at the moment is... 0.0 mil. So there's no fucking rain or moisture in the air, apparently. No, that's an issue. I'm moist. Well, I, I, definitely. <laughs> the moisture's coming off the human body right now. <laughs> fucking hell. Moist as fuck. Yeah, so it's been a warm week, and obviously for us in Scotland, saying that, that you know, I mean, that is significant, because we Aye. are considered no a cold to, country. We're not used to it, and we all know that Craig fucking hates it. Mm-hmm. Hates it with a passion. He's a winter bunny. I like the sun. I don't like the heat. You would hibernate all summer, wouldn't you, if you could? Have you tested out your little earphone fanage thing? I haven't yet. I plan to do that tomorrow. Yeah, what I bought one fuck? of those things that it's like you put it around your neck, it kind of looks like a pair of earphones, but that your bits are fans and they just <laughs> sit on like your shoulder, blowing in your face. You can't even walk about with them in public. Oh, I can't. That's just for like maybe the office desk, surely. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. They're going to rock into Greg's. I think, I think I could pull it off. Next weekend, play Expo, Expo Glasgow, look out for the guy with the fans. Walking about with his coffee with his two cream eggs with a fucking... <laughs> we'll see me coming. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, like, oh I do like the sun. I've been lying at the back sunbathing and stuff like that. Like, I do enjoy the heat. I just... Well, no, sorry. I enjoy the sun. Yeah. But I enjoy, I enjoy it when you're out and the sun's beating down on you. See when you're inside and it's just 
fucking warm. That's horrible. Aye. That's getting the bin worthy. At night, was it night and when you're trying to sleep? Yeah, you're trying to sleep and it's fucking murder. Oh, I've not had a good night sleeping easily a week. Aye. I mean, well, well once, but I'd... more so <laughs> the last week. I'd, I do tend to sleep all right at night because I've, oh, you were saying earlier, you've, you don't change your tog, but I, I have a winter tog and a summer tog. So I've got my summer tog on now. I'm deprived of a winter togage. Yeah, we just have the summer tog all year. Yeah. Right. I just have right. to lay it's a, up. It's a, it's a low tog. <laughs> but well, at least you're doing a, a low tog and you're not like a winter tog and you're just staying, sticking it at us because you, yeah. would, you would fucking die. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, up until I think every other year, like I'm one of these people that even though I'm too warm, I sort of need covers over me because it just ah, feels weird to sleep. Exactly. But in the last that. week, no covers. I, I, and I'm still like, but even if you just get a cover just above over your ass cheek, that's enough to kind of think, right, I'm in my bed. I, I do <laughs> have it over my legs. It's a weird comfort thing, because I'm the same, I kinda just like waft them right off. Yeah. I feel like exposed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. I have them I have it over like my legs. I then, know what you mean. Like wrap your legs around them. Uh, but yeah, the heat, the heat situation. I'm bust. I'm absolutely bust. I, know, I, was, I haven't had a good sleep in weeks. I feel, I feel so drained. Yeah. Well, the, so the other drained. night, uh, Cooper for some reason, like Cooper always for some reason, like maybe every week, he'll find a wee spot in the house that is like that's his spot that week, mm-hmm. and he'll just like fucking like rip the arse out it and it's like that's where he lies Cooper's a cat just to give context yes sorry Cooper's a cat <laughs> exactly it's Cooper's <laughs> a cat right so last week and like so like uh, last night and that he's come back to sleeping on my pillow so he's on my head mm. like, he's literally wrapped around my head oh, like a I fucking hat cat used to do that yeah, I, I love it to be honest with you because he, he starts uh, he starts purring it's relaxing as fuck yeah. to be honest and it's cute as hell you know what I mean but He's, he's essentially a hat, mm. so no fucking heat is escaping my head. It's just all going into the can and coming back at me. So I'm yeah. roasting even more. Um, I Mother. have the privilege of being a dance mum this week. So it's our daughter's dancing show, which probably not many of our listeners will relate to this, but... What, been a dancing mum? Yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, backstage, there's dress changes. There's lots of people... Do not get the audience excited, right? Okay, we've got some, <laughs> we've got some real fucking creeps yeah. to listen to this, right? Yeah, maybe I should tell this. But yeah, I'm just Jeez. trying to get the point that, that, you know, it's you think it's hot in life situations, but try being in that situation backstage at a show where... Yeah, ah, yeah with the lighting and all that as well. horrendous. Yeah. Imagine, actually, imagine being in the gate with the lighting down mm-hmm. on you and this heat. Mm-hmm. Fuck. So anyway, the joys of the weather. Do you know that the weather has broke me so much that I am currently drinking a Pepsi Max that has been in the fridge? <gasps> Honestly. Oh, well, it's cold. I can feel it. Oh, my God. No. Yep. Can I tell no. you also what I came down to earlier and witnessed? Oh, right. So He was eating greenery. No. We have carried away. an American fridge freezer. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> um, and so I came into the kitchen and Craig has both doors of the fridge and the freezer open and he's placed a chair in between them and he's sitting with his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a fucking... What's take, man? What an exaggerator. It's too hot. It's too hot. Can the fridge door open? 
See the, see the, the fucking is. meters ticking up. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, you moan about food. Like, see if I don't put the like um, lid properly on the butter mm. or margarine, whatever. It really does matter. It gets so <laughs> angry at me. And I'm like, you're just leaving the stuff, doors open to, you know. With smart meters going. The worst part was that, you know, when you leave the door open for too long, beep. Ah, yours does that because I'm bad for that. I know I'm bad for that because yours always shouts at me. Eh. I'm and terrible it, for that. I was doing that every like six or seven seconds, but I was willing to put up with it. It was like a, it was like a Chinese form of torture or something like that. But I'm like, no. How long were you sat there for? About twenty minutes. Till I caught him. Twenty <laughs> minutes sat at your fucking Jesus Christ. Until she called me. <laughs> <laughs> See, yesterday at one point, I was considering taking all the stuff and the shelves out of the freezer and going in fully it. in it. Aye. <laughs> Imagine seeing that. What a sight. He sat in there with his laptop with a fucking fridge to Narnia or something like that. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Hey, it's not the weirdest heat-based thing we saw, Jess. What about, uh, was it Sunday? Oh, here, is this, is this you sharing more facts about our local town and how great it is? Oh my God. I've got, I've got two stories about how great Scotland is, right? And the people within it. That happened over the last week. The first one actually happened second, but Jessica was witness to this, and I'm glad someone else was because it's one of those mm. things that you'd be like, "Nah, you're exaggerating there," but no, no. this happened. Yeah. So we decided that we we're going to go a walk down the beach. It was, in fact, was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday. It was like 29 degrees. Right, mm. it was lovely, lovely day. Not a single bit of wind, nothing boiling. We'll go down the beach. So. We're walking down towards the beach and where we on the road we're on, across from it, that's where cars can park. Mm -hmm. So it's like a T-junction yeah. and in front, like the top of the T, there are car parking spaces. Aye. Right. So as we're walking down, we've got the kids with us and thankfully the kids just don't think anything really of this sort of stuff at this the age they're at. But we're walking down and I go to Jess, fucking hell, look straight ahead. There's this girl in a thong and a t-shirt and she's like bent over 90 mm. degrees with her ass facing us like right. washing her feet or something no, like that no so they'd clearly she was had just got off a motorbike I think because they were parked up next to motorbikes so I think she was taking her motor gear stuff off Go oh was she but clearly only had pants on right. and you're like oh right okay you but might not have wanted to stand exactly there because mm. behind that's you... Where, that's where everyone's walking down to the beach. <laughs> ah, I got right? you, so everyone so, can see. And she's literally bent 90 degrees, like, with us facing us. And and was it a nice house at least? Right, I don't know. Watch I can... your birds here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, I'm just joking around here. It was one of those things where you're more like, you know what, like, in a situation where you see something like you're like, fucking hell, so you're trying not to look, but mm -hmm. where, like, Jess is saying, you're like, where else are you supposed to look? Jeez, right. but... So, aye, she's in a, it's literally in a thong. And then we're like, all right, taking a, a turn. And then I look back over and I'm like, oh my God. Now she's dropped the underwear. Right? What? So I look back over. She's got nothing on. Now she's, she's facing us still at the back. So I, we couldn't really see anymore. Mm -hmm. Because you could still see her ass anyway when she had her underwear on. But there was people walking by in front of her as well. So everyone that was walking by in front of her would just look up and be like, and there's your bush. What the fuck? She was standing there completely naked. And do you think, see when folk do that, and like you might get some folk like that might, like she would be like, don't look at me or something like that. 
you think that's like... I don't think you've got a presumption of privacy in public. If you're going to do that, you're going to have folk looking at you the and you can't say nothing. Yeah, yeah. The you can't say nothing. No. Especially and if you're going to get your fucking I mean, badge she, out. she was with people that could have just put uh-huh. a towel up Aye. to cover quickly. Aye. Like She obviously was getting changed into swimwear by the looks of things Aye. to go to the beach. Fair enough. There, there isn't many facilities at our local beach to, d- no. to no, get no, changed. No, no. But she was in a narrow bit between two cars and there was bikes there. All someone had to do was hold up a towel. But now, granted, like like I say, like we didn't see too much because we were behind her. But there was people. I saw people walking by and look up and be like, then their eyes were just like, holy shit! And I was like, thank fuck, I came down this time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't be wrong. There was plenty of other sites down. Like it's it's right. very interesting. Like see, even five years ago, the beach near us, you would get people in bikinis and stuff like that. But that would be it. But see now, it's like tits out. Half them are wearing mental. half them are wearing thong bikinis. Like it's it's way more like a, a beach in Spain now than yeah, it was. Yeah, right. Actually, because I mean, here I went. We walked. I took her down the beach and and there was lasses doing like sunbathing on the sand and like, their tits were it. And I was Aye. like, I was like straight away. I was like, fuck. And I just looked away because I was like, I don't want to get fucking like. You know what I mean? Because like <laughs> you know, it's like you, if you, like I don't think you can see anything if you're going to do that, but. I bet you there's some that will be like that because they're almost like inviting it uh, and wanting a fucking argument or wanting and exactly they want the drama they want the fucking dopamine hit you know what I mean so I, I, just, I just I seen it I was like we walked my hair and I just seen a couple and I was like oh no I was like so let's go this way <laughs> fuck that no worth it so yeah we had that uh, the the bendy streaker but also a couple of days before that and I just honestly it's just the most Scotland thing ever so again this happened right outside my work and I've already had a few comments on Discord been like is outside your work like GTA Vice City or something like that but it's it's literally because anyone coming off a train that wants to go to the beach has to walk by my work mm. so that's why all the fucking idiocy happens or if they get off the bus Aye, again, the bus station is right Aye. there as well. So it's, you get all the ideas. But I was walking back to my work after lunch. And so I got to the road just across from my work. And there's this guy, he was maybe about 50. And he was a big fella. He was probably about 20 stone, right? Mm. Unconscious on the pavement. With two people that were clearly with him. And also, bizarrely, a nurse. I don't know if she was always with him or if she just stopped on her way by. She was in scrubs. Right. She was All like right. a proper, definitely a nurse that seemed to be on duty. And so as I'm walking by, I'm like, what the fuck has happened here? Uh, and I, I see the nurse go out, flag down a taxi, right? And I'm walking quite slowly because one, I'm like, maybe I might be needed to help here. Two, I want to know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> and so she flags down this taxi and she's like, can you take this guy? And the guy's like, aye, aye. So he pulls in, he gets out of the car. Uh, and I'm thinking, right, there's a hospital, what, a mile and a half from here? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, right, they're going to take this guy to the hospital. What the fuck's that? Has he fallen? Has he bashed his head? Has he hurt himself? What's happened? Has he had a heart attack? Because he's fat as fuck. But no. She turns around and she says, aye, um, I think it's heat stroke. He's collapsed in the street. He's still out. Uh, can you get... She, this is what she said to the taxi driver. Can you grab a leg and we'll put him in the back? And if you can just drop him off at the holiday park... And I'm like, what? Drop him off at the fucking hospital. The, the, the holiday park, obviously people won't know that, this area, but the holiday park's four miles away. 
the hospital's a mile away and he's unconscious on the fucking street and this is a nurse been like ah if you just uh here's a fa- here's a tenner take him to the holiday park and just drop him off he might be fucking dead but it doesn't matter it's fine what do you do with heat stroke what what can you do with that i don't know but he surely must have needed fluids or something i think that's what you're i was, was going to say i think you just need fluids and you really because what's going to happen they're going to drop him off at the holiday park and he's going to go to the bar isn't he <laughs> probably that's what he's going to fucking do his first thing he's going to be like well, i could do my pint aye uh, but he was, it's, it, it's not like he was lying there and he was like oh i'm all right i can get up he was unconscious mm-hmm. unconscious <laughs> and they were like just grab a leg and we'll fucking fire him into the back of the grab into the back leg. of the taxi <laughs> and take him to the holiday park <laughs> put him on the flumes he'll be a great flotation device <laughs> unbelievable man but yeah, so that's this week's edition of the Mentals of Scotland. But I've got a pretty, I've got a pretty good end to the week. That's me. I'm done. I'm fuck it. I've sacked off work for the rest of the week. Already? I've I've got leave to take. So, uh, well, I just I hadn't had any leave since the beginning of the year. So mm. I've taken like a couple of days each week. So I was working Monday, Tuesday, and I'm not back until next Monday. Nice. And which point I'm in Monday, Tuesday, and I'm off again for the rest of the week. Sorry. So I'll be having the same victory lap this time next week. Mm. Boom. Pretty good. You've got another victory lap to. That's later. To mention later, yeah. We'll come on to that. But first. That's we, when the marching band appear. Yeah. First, we will talk about this week's biggest gaming releases. So, quite a few this week. First up. I still don't know how to pronounce this one. Dordogne. I think it's Dordogne. Dordogne. I think. And what does that mean? Do we know? I don't think it means anything. Okay. Maybe it's French. Pass. So this comes out on the 13th of June. Um, It's got 79 on Metic... Sorry, Open Critic at the moment. 100% recommended. So it does look really cool. It's definitely something I think I'm going to jump into. Um, the little kind of synopsis is immerse yourself in a unique narrative experience and explore the thousand summer colours of Dordogne as you revisit your childhood to uncover lost family secrets in this touching formative journey. And it's on Game Pass, which I didn't realise until a little bit earlier. So that is always a good thing. Looks quite cool. Uh, the reviews come out today, and I people are saying it's a really nice wee sort of two hour, three hour journey. Mm-hmm. Mac in a game. Also, Fall of Porcupine. Um, it comes out on the 14th of June and you can experience the exciting story of Finley and his friends in a lovingly illustrated world and uncover the darkest secrets of Porcupine and its residents. This, again, is one of these kind of cutesy narrative mm-hmm. games. I watched the trailer for it and it came up saying that it was done as like a sort of homage to healthcare workers okay. and so I think it's like a team that's basically made this like during Covid as mm. like a sort of touching narrative that thanks the either healthcare workers or in some way as part of the narrative. Uh, the console version of Crime Boss Rocky City is coming out on the 15th of June so it's the organised crime game combining first person shooter action and turf wars playable solo or with friends. Oh, we could co-op the shit out of this, Andy. We could. Oh, we've co-oped every other game. That's true, even ones Pla- that you're not supposed platinum to. Platinum to co-op. Thousand bring, it, bring it on. I still kind of want to try this. Mm-hmm. I really like the look of the tone of it. This is the one that we were hoping was going to be like a bit of a GTA 90s, but then it oh, turned, yeah. uh, but then it turned right. out it was a co-op. 
thing that got absolutely panned. Like the PC version of it got like a four out of ten or something like that. It's been mm. pretty bad. And it's like almost like a payday the heist, but set in the nineties or whatever. Which so. I always wanted to get into, but fucking cause it's co-op, man. Aye. Can hell. It's one of these ones that it was like, ah, you can play it yourself, but it's fucking murder if you Aye. don't have three other people backing you up. It really is. And so I think this might be the same, but Can you local co-op? I don't think so. Mm. I mean we've got enough consoles kicking about, I'm sure we could That is true. We could do it, but um <laughs> I'd like to try it at some point, I think. Maybe. I've, I get the impression it'll be in a deep sale pretty quickly. I don't want to like request a code for it because then I'm obligated to play it <laughs> and it could be as shit as people say. So. Yeah. Yeah, so next up we have the narrative-focused psychological horror experience Layers of Fear. So this is ready for its final brushstrokes, its curtain call and its final chapters. This is coming out on the 15th of June. This looks... Cool and fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of streaming it and then I watched a trailer and I was like, nah. nah. Oh, go on. That would be funny though. It that would, would make for entertaining viewing. It would be, but it was one of those like psychological, every time you turn around something appears or something fucking drops and like, mm-hmm. I, uh, it would be entertaining because I would be absolutely shitting myself. It looks, one of the reasons I'm interested in it, it's Unreal Engine 5. I mean, you watch the trailer, the graphics look amazing. Mm. And I've never played the Layers of Fear games, I don't think. And while this is kind of a remake, from what I understand, there was two games. And this here is the two games in one. And then it's got like a final chapter in the end that ties it all up. So it's like the whole story in like one package in Mm. Unreal Engine 5. So it sounds pretty good, but it looks terrifying. Reviews aren't out yet, so I don't know if they nailed it or fucked it. Okay. Uh, we have the next iteration of F1 2023 coming out on the 16th of June. So, yeah, the latest EA Sports F1. F1, that's basically... I've played it. What, the, the new F1? There's a new one coming out this week. Mm-hmm. What? I thought, the, I thought the one just came out. F1? Is this another F1 game? It's right. F1 Manager, but it's, I don't think it's out yet either. Well, F1. the last one would have just came to Game Pass. Right. Aye. It would come to Game Pass after like maybe nine months or something. Got you. The one that's just in Game Pass, I downloaded that, sorry. So there's another one. Holy (laughs) fuck. Every year. How, I don't know what else you can do with a Formula One game. It's take the piss at a certain point. It really is take the piss out of people because it's really one of those games where you could bring it out and then just update and then maybe like have people buying some They did start stuff. to try and put a story into it or something, didn't they? Either story mode, uh, but that doesn't justify the money. No. Fuck off. No way. You can't, I mean, come on, it's the same fucking tracks. Aye. It's the same... Cars. There's nothing else you can... It's not as if they can add fucking ghosts and stuff like that. It's fucking Formula One. Yeah. There's nothing else they can add to it. See, it's when got they, everything it needs. When they're finally Ridiculous. out of ideas, that's when they'll add red shells. Like Mario, mm-hmm. red shells, okay. I bet at some point they do like a mode where you can fire weapons, like when they really run out of ideas and they're like, let's get a bit silly with it. But I, I suppose there is sort of stuff they can do, but I mean, it's I, like you say, not enough changes in it. I'm no. just, like, Lewis Hamilton's still kicking about, isn't he? Hey, just that it? fucking guy. He was quite young when they, they're quite young when they start Formula One drivers. Mm-hmm. So, how young? And another exciting game, or the last one I'm going to mention this week, is Park Beyond. So this is basically theme park. 
but Park very beyond. extensive. Yeah, um, so park expanded. This comes out on the 16th of June. Um, you can create the park of your dreams without being held back by gravity, it says. Um, so yeah, there is like a, a... I've played a little bit. I've played, I don't know, maybe half an hour, an hour's worth so far, but it's going to take me a while to get into the nitty-gritty of what to do because yeah. it's it's so comprehensive. Like... The, the tutorial kind of guides you on building a roller coaster, but even that, there's so many elements to it. Whereas, yeah. obviously, previous games, it was just, you know, here's your roller coaster, but you can literally, like, bend, Build it. bend the track, you can change. Which was a game in itself. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, fucking hell. Um, so, I, I think, yeah, I think they've, they've done quite a few things in this where you can either be very creative with the things you create, you can really drill in on the management aspect of it. Um, it just yeah, it just seems all encompassing so far. Um, they love stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could, I, I can see myself getting lost in this. Yeah. To be honest, because I mean, I I actually I work in tourism and hospitality in my like day to day. So things like I don't know queues and visitor numbers, cafe and income and all that kind of stuff like that. That's like kind of what I do. So <clears> it'll be interesting <throat> to be like, right, I'm just going to start from scratch and see how I can make this work and mm-hmm. then apply it to real life and, you know. Well, since you play <laughs> games where you're supposed to be working all the time anyway, you may as well just do... Uh, I do know. Real up. life is interacting with uh, the game. She wouldn't know what's real and what's not. <laughs> I don't have roller coasters in my day-to-day. That's true. So. Mm. That's true. You'll be on a conference you'll call be, and you'll yeah. be like, aye, but the, the roller coaster income was fucking shite today. <laughs> no, you'll and be, be like, wait, what? what was that, Jessica? We don't have roller coasters. No. No, How many visitors we half last week? Well, it was like <laughs> this amount, but yeah. I think you'll be on your conference call and you'll try and pause it. Shots isn't working. <laughs> Getting mixed up. No, but yeah, but all accounts are literally cool. And even just down to things like you can, I don't know, like, whatever ride you can change the color of it to suit mm. what you want and you can like there's different themed things and obviously all the paths that you built like it's so there's a campaign and there's like a sandbox where you can just go to town and that mm, sounds yeah, cool. Really, yeah. really cool i've only done a tutorial as well but yeah even just like i only got as far as here's how to build a roller coaster mm. and that bit was i was like right there's a lot to this this mm-hmm. is cool mm-hmm. and you have like a little ghost cart that's going along at the same time as you're building it so that you can see if you've made an absolute arse of it because the go- wee ghost cart will just go flying off and smash oh, so you're like alright cool. okay and it's, it's so that everybody would die it's literally got the miles per hour as well so again like the satisfaction level with mm. your roller coaster will be dependent on stuff like that that's like quite that's cool. it's mm-hmm. really that's quite yeah. cool <laughs> there's lots of games like this out though so it's almost like because you know it's like there's so much to learn sometimes that you would kind of like pick one because mm-hmm. that like that sounds cool as fuck to me but then cities is coming out again i know I know. and i'm like and i love that shit yeah. but you're like there's so much involved in learning these and yeah. getting to grips with them where you're like can you play that one then go and play that one or would you get totally fucking mixed yeah. up i don't you certainly couldn't play a lot of them at once <clears throat> i don't think no because no, it's the same thing aren't they yeah. really you kind of got to go like, maybe like like try them and go what one's the one for me kind of thing yeah. Because I did love Cities. I thought Cities was great. Oh, City Skyline one was brilliant. And we'll yeah. go on to I, but the second one looks fucking phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, but by all accounts, good. And the art style's really cool. It looks very much in the vein of, like, theme park, but new. Like, it's like when you first look at it, you're like, oh, the two-point guys have got a new game. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. It's, yeah. it's, it's a different team. Yeah. So, yeah, very cool so far. And we'll have a review soon. Don't know when, but soon. 
Okay, as I mentioned, we've had lots of showcases, lots of announcements, lots of trailers. There's a lot to unpack of the la- from the last week. Where do you want to start? <laughs> it's just been a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't even I didn't watch all the showcases. There was one. There was a Capcom one last night, and I was just like, mm. "Nah, I'm alright. I'm alright." And then I was on Discord, and about. It only lasted maybe, I think, like 25 minutes, half an hour. And at half ten, there was like three messages dropped in the Discord going, well, that was fucking awful. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> cool, glad I missed that then. There was this Pragmata game that they had initially revealed like back in 2020, I think. It was at the PlayStation 5 reveal event, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's multi-platform. And it looked cool. It was like a kind of like almost apocalyptic, you're back on Earth try to find out what's happened or I, from memory like I haven't watched the trailer since 2020 but it looked cool and it's just been MIA ever since and they showed a slightly different trailer here and just sort of were like it's delayed and we don't know when it's coming I take it you didn't watch the trailer no. of them delayed it was actually really cute was it? well not cute but like I, I just liked the way they did it so the response wasn't cute the well, response was where the fuck's the game I don't know I just liked the way they sort of did the the sort of re- reveal that it was delayed if that's how you want to put it but so did they actually say delayed then no it was like in the trailer so the wee girl had like a note in her hand and then the note dropped and then it was like kids writing like 2023 and then that was scored out and then I think it was like, no, I think it said 22 scored out, 2023 was kind of half rubbed out and then it was a question mark, like a, like on the bit of <laughs> right. paper, but it was like graphically done and right, then okay. it wasn't just words was like, it, oh, we've delayed this. Was it an engine? Yeah. <laughs> um, the phrase of the week. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, as much as, yeah, that's annoying, it's been delayed. I, I like the way they did it. Time to play a game of, will I be alive when this game comes out? Um, so yeah, I've kind of, it's interesting, I, on post Xbox showcase, I, I think vocalised that I thought Summer Game Fest, you know, was kind of my highlight show of all the ones that we've seen, and whilst I think that is still true, having now kind of gone back through everything and had time, when I've looked actually at the games that I'm most interested in, which is not the games that are for the masses, to be honest, like, I actually think... Xbox came out on top for me in terms of because I'm like yeah I'll play that I'll play that or at least I'll give it a try and there's just yeah. there's a lot of games on that list from Xbox that uh, yeah I'm invested in obviously there's a few that we know at this point in time are not going to hit you know for a while so like Fable that South of the Midnight one Clockwork Revolution you know we don't know when they're coming but Forza will always give that awesome a go as well. Flight Sim, awesome, if I can get some space to download that and try that. Thanks mm-hmm. so much. Cities, we mentioned just on. I think that's probably one of my highlights, to be honest, that in terms really of cool. everything. I'm really excited to play that. And then, I don't know, I guess looking back to PlayStation as well, I've got like five or six games there that I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to try that. I definitely want to try that. So, yeah, like I, I, taking everything into consideration, you know, I'm now, yeah, Xbox is giving me the most when I look at it. Yeah, I, I thought the showcase was really good. Loads and loads of good games. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of follow the same as, like, we, obviously we did the post-show after it, and it's weird, like, our Discord was not high on the show at all. 
So yeah, Xbox One. Aye, so really? based on them, I was way higher because I thought it was it was really good. I thought it was but good then too. I was lower on it than what most people on Twitter were because mm. most people on Twitter were like, "Oh my god, show of dreams," and I'm like, mm, no, "Simmer down a wee bit, right?" Is it always? I've not watched them for a while. Have they all? Have they been like that for a couple of years now? Just the way they done it. <sighs> Because you know how it used to be in front of a crowd Yeah, aye, so it's it's mostly like that. Since COVID, it's been it's mostly like that, aye, digital events. Because I thought that was better. That, it that moves way. it up steadier clip, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, aye, it's, it's all you want, really, isn't it? You just want to know what... You don't want fucking fluff with celebrities and them bringing a car out if it's fucking Forza they're showing nah, don't we care that, about that but yeah I know but <laughs> it was quite exactly we did yeah we bet you're right but like shite like that you know what I mean but it's like they need to do something before the game and just like uh, world premiere here's the game mm-hmm. bang mm-hmm. next one next one that's all people want yeah so I thought I thought it was really good and went along a good clip mm-hmm. you know what I mean definitely I, I, I thought so as well like I just my sort of thing was with the Xbox showcase and it's still looking back on it, I think the same. Like Fable really impressed me. I love that guy. Richard, how do you say his second name? Iodi. Uh, Richard Iodi. I- From I the know. Ick crowd. Iodi. She called it the Ick crowd. And I absolutely slaughtered her for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on all the time, you know what I mean? I watched it Richard Iodi. Iodi, right. Uh, so, but him, I think he's brilliant. Like He's funny. Quite deadpan humour. Yeah. I mean, don't know. He plays the same guy in everything he's in, do you know what I mean? It's like he just plays himself, which is great because he's fucking brilliant. Nice, funny. Aye. But yeah, I thought the, the Fable outing, I'll say, was really fucking good. Like, I'm I'm not the biggest Fable fan. I liked Fable 2, never touched Fable 1. I don't think I even touched Fable 3, but I liked the second one. And I was sort of on the fence where I was like, if it's got the good British humour, I can maybe get into this. And there was enough in that trailer that showed me that Playground, who have never made a Fable game before, they only really do like the Forza Horizon games. That mm-hmm. I, they know this is in good hands. So although we didn't, I'd have liked to see gameplay. I would have liked a release window. We didn't get either of those, mm-hmm. but I was really impressed with it. But the theme of the Xbox show was, yeah, this looks really cool, but I need to see actual gameplay, and I want to know when it's coming out. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. South South of Midnight. I thought I was like really excited by that kind of skeleton guy playing the guitar no idea what yeah. it's like Aye, exactly. I'm like this looks really cool but then you look back and you go right okay the two games that I know this company made are Contrast which was good but janky it was a launch game for the Playstation 4 and they made We Happy Few which looked amazing before it came out had great ideas and wasn't great and so I'm like this looks really cool but we've oh, yeah. never made a great game Execution. Aye. And, I mean, it was you after you told us, like, we saw this trailer and I was like, is it a rhythm game? Is it a first-person game? Is it a tactical game? Is it a third-person? What the fuck is the game? And you said it's a third-person action game. Which yeah, is that's, what I That's the impression to be. I got. Aye. But, but you it, don't know. Exactly. Could be anything. But that's, that's, when I looked at it, I went, that's probably my head, but it is. Aye. But you're absolutely right. You don't, it could be anything. Right. And I think there was too much. There was too much of that for me in the Xbox showcase. Like I thought it was really good, but I'm like, it's one of these ones where you'll maybe look back in five years and see if these games are good. You'll be like, holy fuck, Xbox are a showcase that had all these games and they were fucking excellent. Mm-hmm. Like, see that Clockwork Revolution? That looks that fucking looks cool. good. Done it. I get very kind of Bioshock vibes yes. of that. Hundred percent. It's like Bioshock mixed with like Dishonored, and mm-hmm. I'm like, and we know, like, I knew it'd been sort of half leap beforehand that this is a first person game. 
So again, I'm like, yes, this is exactly what this looks like. And interestingly, like after we recorded on Twitter, there's someone, it was a guy that worked on Bioshock Infinite and he was like, I knew this looked familiar. Mm-hmm. And he showed two screens from the Bioshock Infinite trailer and they were exactly the same sort of cinematic angles and stuff like that mm. with like statues and stuff as the Clockwork Revolution trailer. So it clearly took massive inspiration from it. Aye. And But again, you're like, this looks really cool, but can they deliver? Yeah. Like, the team that made this and that are making this, sorry, make the Wasteland games. I've never played them. I've heard no. they're brilliant, but they're, like, top-down tactical RPGs, are they not? Yeah, yeah. Like, so this is a completely different game for them to make. So you're like, I hope it's good, but you don't know if it's going to be. And yet again, we didn't see any gameplay. And there wasn't even a window, so you've got it. It must be at least 2025. It did look awesome, though. It did look great. Hellblade looked fucking really cool. Really fucking cool. I loved that with Hellblade, they were like, you had the voices in our head again. Yeah. Like, I was worried that they were going to expand it out and they would maybe get away from that sort of stuff, but it looks like very much the sort of same psychological mindfuck as the first game, which is what you want. But, um, yeah, like you, Jess, like, I... I watched the, you. You were you were you were doing mum dancing duties. Dance mum duties. Yes, yeah. I missed Ubisoft. But I watched the Ubisoft event yesterday, and I took a bit of stick for saying it was a mixed bag. But by mixed bag, I just meant there was good stuff and bad stuff. The good stuff was fucking excellent. They showed eight minutes of gameplay for Mirage, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Mm. Holy shit, that game looks fucking... It's, it's massively old-school Assassin's Creed. I didn't see that. It's fucking awesome. See, everything we wanted it to be, like the old-school stealth-based Assassin's Creed, that's what it is. It looks excellent. Mm. So they showed that. They showed an Assassin's Creed VR game, which we knew was coming, but we hadn't seen properly, and I was like, how are they going to do this? But you're actually swinging about and jumping off, like doing air assassinations and stuff. Looked cool as fuck. And they said it's coming before the end of the year. They nice. showed gameplay for that open world Star Wars game. See, at the Xbox show, when they showed just after. So they showed Fable, then they showed South of Midnight, and then they showed a little bit of a Star Wars game the with Outlaws. a female protagonist, yeah. So they showed That's more of that. Open. It's an open world Star Wars game, aye. It's open world? Aye. Is it? Yep. Honestly, you need to see this Ubisoft trailer. Fucking hell. I thought amazing. that was like a story-based one. Well, I mean, it's it's story-based, but it's fully open world. Fuck me. And so they showed quite a lot of gameplay at Ubisoft, and you're going about, there's like a, a GTA-style like uh, system where they, like, they'll come after you. If you've done, if you've robbed or stolen or yeah. killed folk, like you've got like a wanted system. That's and cool. they even showed you like getting in your... Uh, craft and then going into space and then doing space fighting so it looked absolutely brilliant um, wow. they showed a lot of good stuff at Ubisoft but at the same point they also had people dancing for just dance and they showed skull <laughs> and bones and they showed plenty of stuff that was like getting the bin mm-hmm. so it was a mixed bag but it was a good show uh, they showed that Avatar game which what the fuck I don't care about Avatar no but I would honestly recommend checking out the trailer because what they've basically done is taken a Far Cry game and put an Avatar skin over it like it's it moves exactly like Far Cry 6 there's bases to take over like Far Cry 6 there's 
bazookas like far cry 6 mm-hmm. it's really weird um but yeah before we move on just like I, very much the same as you jess like i was looking back at the sort of top of the biggest showcases and i wrote down three games from each of the top four that i was like this is what i'm most interested in so from playstation i thought it was mirage alan wake 2 and that synapse vr game from summer game fest i thought it was under the waves liza p and that Prince of Persia 2D game, which I thought looked really good. What about Sonic? It was close. I thought it looked good. But it's still Sonic at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. You fucking mm-hmm. blue fuck. Um, at Xbox, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty looked fucking awesome. Right. Uh, Clockwork Revolution and Starfield. And from Ubisoft, again, Mirage, Assassin's Creed VR, and then the Star Wars Outlaws game. And overall, like I thought the same as you, where I would have said that Summer Game Fest it just had the best flow. I think yeah, that's maybe it is like the 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 beat of the show. I think yeah, I suppose maybe having that presenter, you know, Jeff Keighley, like it. I don't know. It, it was a, a, a as a show altogether. Yeah. I think, and also there was a few surprises that we didn't know about and things like that. So and I you had think... low expectations going in because yeah, it's Jeff Keighley and he's a knob. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so interestingly, like again, I would have said that Summer Game Fest was my favourite one, but when I look at the top three games from each one, I'm like, either Ubisoft or Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on Twitter, I asked which was everyone's favourite showcase, and we got 410 votes, 67% said Xbox. Folk loved that Xbox showcase. That could just be due to our demographics and following, but yeah, it is we, we, We've got way more PlayStation fans <laughs> than, yeah. than Xbox, and it's the PlayStation fans that were highest on this showcase mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't like not and non ironically as well, which is weird. Um, Summer Game Fest gets sixteen percent, PlayStation get eleven, and Ubisoft only gets six. I suppose if you don't like Assassin's Creed, then maybe mm-hmm. you would be like, haha, Avatar. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think I don't know as gamers like I don't know it's we're sitting in a, such a privileged position do you know what I mean there's so much coming out and you know yeah. everyone has different everyone has different tastes and you know ways they like of playing and stuff like that like you know I'm a different gamer to both of you do mm-hmm. you know what I mean and so and I, I don't know there's, there's, something, there's something for everyone and I yeah. think that's that's what we have to be mindful of. Like people can say, "Oh, I didn't like that. I didn't like that," but someone else will. And, exactly. Um, no. And they're catering through all markets. Yeah. yeah. If there was, if there was nothing there for you, then you should probably get a different hobby. Yeah, perhaps. Because there was a <laughs> lot. There's a lot of fucking stuff. <laughs> if you weren't happy with that somewhere, it's like what are you doing? And I mean, fucking playing games. <laughs> like I mean, you you messaged me during it, but what about Starfield? Oh man! Uh, finally, it's real. I can admit it. I admit it. It's real. It's at the bag. It's an elaborate news if it's not in it. I've got a, I've got a source that's telling me. Right. Last night he told me. By the way, it's real. We're actually making this now. It's real. So I've I've just broke that here. By the way, it's right. real. It's real. World exclusive. Hashtag <laughs> hashtag Andy broke it. Um, it looked fucking good, didn't it? It looked fucking immense. Aye. I can't because I just get vibes. So I just get uh, memories of playing. Fallout 4 and New Vegas and like how much I loved those before it got a bit old mm-hmm. and how much I get lost in those worlds yeah and like this looks this looks fucking amazing because mm-hmm. that's thing I was worried about last week I told you man yeah. that fucking engine and you were saying no it's just an updated engine 
Well, it looks like it's been updated quite a lot because it looks fucking amazing. The graphics look amazing. I did yes. still think, see when the NPCs were talking, I still did get mannequin vibes from them. Like they were a little bit like, oh yes. Bit. I agree. But <laughs> the graphics still looked really good. Like the facial animation looked really good, but yeah. they still, there was something about them looked dead inside. Aye. But, but you, you, can, you, can, you can allow that. Aye. But just getting lost in a fucking universe, this mm-hmm. is going to be amazing. This is going to be so fucking cool. That that bit they showed, like it just, so it was about 45 minutes worth of the game they showed. And going in, I'd be like, you can't show 45 minutes of the game. You're going to, folk are going to get fucking fed up. But there was that no. much involved in this game that you were like, it was like five games in one. Aye. They didn't spend too much on like one no. bit because it was like so much to show. Aye. You were like, before you even get like right into one bit, it's like, and now here's this bit. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. It's like, there's so much fucking involved in it. It's unreal. That's the one thing. I, the one, th- like, going in, I was like, I'm going to try it, but I don't know if I like it. They're not really my type of games and I'm not really into space stuff, but maybe I'll like it. Yeah. Now, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm excited. But the one thing is... I do think it's a little bit daunting. Like, there's mm-hmm. that much involved in it that I'm like, oh, man. Like, I like to play a couple of games at once, and I feel like that, you, that'll need to That's be your game. That's going to take your attention. Aye. Aye. There's too many mechanics to be fucking playing three other games at the one time. 100%. And try to figure out how to use the thruster in the fucking ship. Aye. That's like a GTA-style game where you're going to like focus most of your attention on that for like a month or two. Yeah, I think it? so. You're yeah. going to get lost in it. But, like... That's a good thing, I think. If a game oh, takes I... up your attention for that amount of time, definitely. That and it should. It's been in fucking development for long enough. It should take up some of your time. And I mean, what like a what a boost for Game Pass as well? Like a game that's going to do that, and people aren't. Ha- it's like no extra cost for folk. That's insane. Yeah. The, yeah. The I don't know. The value. The. I'm trying to think of what the word is. Just the. Scope. Yeah, the scope of that game and putting it out on a. A subscription service, a subscription aye. Service it's mental, is mad, but I mean, clearly, obviously, so they've brought out a pre-order that I think it's thirty pound, uh, and you get some extra stuff, and you can also play it five days early. And I think they'll make a yeah. mint off that because so many people are excited that they'll be like, like I don't know. See, sometimes aye, folk it, are going to blow their load early for yeah, that. Yeah, like, sometimes it's like off oh, forty-eight hours early access and stuff like that, and you're like, mm, unless I've but got a week, no- unless I've got nothing on, but five days is actually quite tantalising. Yeah. You know what I mean? See if you're like, yes. oh, and then you go on like Twitter or something, like that, and if it's like this game's amazing, and you're like, folk will not be able to hold back. It. <laughs> like a million people well, play, paid for Forza early. early. That Forza Horizon 5, they had over a million people that paid to get that three days early. Mm. There'll be more will pay go. for this. Yeah. That's probably where they got the model from. Yeah. Mm. Aye, they're going to do that with all Xbox games. We've said that before, but... And then after, mm. about two hours after the showcase finished, they dropped the news that it would be 30 frames a second. Mm. Come on. It's, it's so much... That's the thing. You can't have a heaven. Aye, some folk, there's obviously some folk are fucking raging about it. But oh, you can't have everything, folks, come on. I know. The, the way I look at it is, so Phil Spencer had said after the Redfall debacle, you will find out before launch about Starfield's FPS. Then when they were closing the show, they put Starfield as the main event. I was like, maybe it is. Because I've always said it'll be 30 because it's too ambitious and they won't be able to get it running at 60. Exactly. Bethesda, they'll be lucky to get it running at 30. And when it was closing the show, though, I'm like, it would be really awkward to close the show, show a really cool game, and then go, 
30 FPS, see you later, and run away. So I was like, <laughs> maybe they have got it at 60. But see, in hindsight, they were actually quite clever about it. Mm. They showed an amazing amount of footage, had everybody buzzing off their tits, and then later on in the day, just and a short interview with uh, Todd Howard, just going, yeah, so uh, it's 30 FPS, that was our vision, and that's what we decided to do. Mm. Yeah, there's a backlash from it, but I think... In hindsight, showing the game and showing how amazing the game is, I think it was the way to go to break it to then go because if they'd said it was thirty FPS beforehand, there's a worry that people would then wouldn't have gave the showcase a chance and they'd have just shat on it. Whereas you've watched it and went, "Oh my god, I'm in," mm-hmm. and then they've said, "Aye, it's thirty FPS," and you've went, "I don't really want to play it," mm-hmm. so I'm gonna have to do it anyway. And like a lot of the stuff online I've seen is people going, well, surely they can just, so it's 4K 30 FPS. And this has now been backed up. I wrote this in the show notes a couple of days ago, but it's now been backed up by people that actually know what they're talking about. I saw people online being like, right, well, why can't we have a mode that's just 1080 at 60 frames a second? And I'm like, right, I'm not the most technical person, but that's not how it works. (laughs) There's not a fucking slider that you go graphics down, frames per second up. That's not how this shit works. Like, these games, even going back to Fallout 3, like, if you leave a door open at the other side of the map, the game remembers that 50 hours later. That's what the Fallout games and stuff like and Elder School games have always been like. And that John Linneman guy from Digital Foundry, he's come out and said that now. He's like, look, they had to make concessions somewhere. Like, this game is remembering. They showed they used the example from the trailer when they've got about 50 sandwiches that he's left in a room and they've over time they've started to go off. And he's like, the game remembers all this stuff. There's too many systems at once here. Something yeah. had to give. Yeah. So they would have had to fundamentally take features out of the game to make it 60 frames a second, I think. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to do that. Yeah. So I mean, I don't... Play... You play the game or you don't. Yeah. And I... Most of the time, I mean, maybe it's in part due to the type of games I play, but I don't know what's the difference. A lot of the games you play, you wouldn't. Yeah. But there's stuff that you'll do without noticing it. Like, like I've made this comparison a lot of times, but the reason Call of Duty feels so smooth when you're playing it is because it was 60 FPS when other games were not. Mm-hmm. That's why it felt better. And so in a first-person shooting game, it definitely does make a difference, and Starfield is that. But I think there's enough going on and you'll be doing enough not shooting that it's not really going to matter that much. I was disappointed not to get Call of Duty. I mean, we got Warzone something. Oh, fuck Warzone. Yeah. Yeah, they'll need, to re- they'll need to reveal Call of Duty soon. You would think. Yeah, I would like to play the it's campaign. It's out in about fucking that. three months, isn't it? Well, it's not been announced, so I don't know. <laughs> no Project 007. No, there so wasn't about, any of that. Probably be at least the Game Awards before we'd possibly see that. No Grim Fandango 2, by the way. Mm. Fucking oh. went out and I'm predicting that. Thanks very much. Unbelievable. Mm, but, but yeah, great couple of weeks. Yeah, and Jeff Keighley has announced there will be Summer Game Fest 2024. So mark your calendars for June next year. More Jeff. Mm-hmm. All the Jeff. Okay, so whilst we've ha- not been watching showcases and recording podcasts and live shows, what games have we been playing? Uh, I'll go first this week then. I've been playing 
So on the Summer Game Fest, they dropped a Lies of P demo, which is this that Pinocchio steampunk Souls game. Mm-hmm. And so I love everything about that, apart from the word souls, like, because that means it's hard. And that's a bastard. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I really like the look of this game. I want to try it. So I did. And I really, I really fucking like it. It's been mixed online. Like, some people are, like, upset because it doesn't handle exactly, like, Bloodborne and stuff like that. But it's maybe its own game. It's not made by the same folk. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Like, this is the closest I think that could get me into this type of game. I really, really like it, apart from the difficulty. I did feel a bit better. So there's like smaller enemies. I battered the shit out of them. was really happy with myself. I thought the first enemy would kill me, even though he has a diddy. Got through them, got to the first slightly bigger guy, and he fucking mutilated me. Then I went back again, he did the same. Then he did it another 13 times. (laughs) And I was like... But I was just in the zone where I was like, I'm enjoying this. I don't want to stop, but I'm getting really annoyed at this guy. And eventually I beat him and I felt great. But I was like, my concern was, shit, what if everybody else just, like, this is the easy bit that everyone's like, what are you talking about that? But mm-hmm. that's not the difficult bit. The difficult bit's still to come, you numpty. Mm-hmm. And so I asked about and folk were like, no, no, that bit was pretty hard. We we died a couple of times at that as well. And I was like, well, that makes me feel a wee bit better. <laughs> and so... I've kept playing for now. I haven't got to the end of the demo yet, but I, I genuinely think I might play this. It look, It's just, it's really cool. The world's awesome. But I'm worried that it's just going to get to a point where I'm not good enough to progress. Um, and I'll not be happy about that. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, a little bit apart beyond, played quite a bit of Super Mega Baseball 4, which I've got the review coming for soon. I spoke about that last week, so it's... Uh, Arcade baseball at its best. Really fucking good game. I'd highly recommend it. Um, played the Final Fantasy 16 demo. Mm. That dropped on Monday morning. It's out on the 22nd. Not the biggest Final Fantasy fan, but they have fixed the combat this time around. So it's like almost like Devil May Cry combat. Devil May Fantasy. Uh, so yeah, um, finally Final Fantasy has moved into the 21st century with its combat. <laughs> and... I've played about probably about three quarters of the demo. It's about a two-hour demo. It's really good. Mm-hmm. The story seems really cool. It's very high fantasy. I, I mean, I would imagine anyone else that's played this will be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But to me, I was almost getting like Game of Thrones vibes and stuff like that. It was just, the story seems really cool so far. So From someone who's also not watched Game, Game of, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I've yeah, only watched yeah. the first season of Game of Thrones. So I'm talking out of both sides of my ass. Yep. But uh, yeah, so far I really like it. I think, I think I'm going to jump in day one mm. with all my time off. You know. Yeah. I'm off for like a week and a half after it comes out. So. Yeah. So see, just to um, you know, stir the pot a little and annoy you, the October week, the crazy October period where Mirage, Alan Wake, Spider Man. Right, so Alan Mirage. Alan Wake 2 and Spider-Man all come out in the space of nine days. Yeah. Yeah. So from the 17th of October to the 25th of October is the school October holidays. (sighs) (laughs) So... (laughs) So I've got the 12th to the 17th to batter through Mirage, basically, is what you're saying. Good luck with that. That's an absolute bastard, by the way. So that means the kids are on holiday from the day Alan Wake 2 comes out. Yeah. The day, the game that I can't play in front of them in case they shite themselves. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Nathan. I mean, it works out well for Nathan because he'll get to play Spider-Man during the holidays. Everything works out well for him. <laughs> he'll have that completed before he goes back to school. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I can see me not playing Spider-Man much at launch just because I'll let him batter mm-hmm. through it. Mm-hmm. But... But yeah, no, see genuinely Final Fantasy, good. If you're like me and you think it's a game for virgins, it's now for everyone. Final Fantasy is now hitting the mainstream. <laughs> Join it. Chris is even in. And he's a top shagger, right? Join us all. Join us all. Andy, you might even like it. You're a top shagger too. Top shagger club, Final Fantasy. I've got my membership. It's going, it's going mainstream. I'll get the app. <laughs> Top Shagger app. Okay. What have you played, Jess? I have finished Planet of Lana. I spoke about it last week, so it's very much inside Limbo. Somerville vibes offers a similar kind of atmos- atmospheric experience with an apocalyptic focus to the side-scrolling puzzle platformer. And, well, it's not bringing anything, like, new to the table. It just... it, it I don't know. It offers quite a unique visual experience, I think. And... You go on quite an emotional journey yeah. um, as you guide Lana uh, through the world that's kind of on the brink of destruction. Um, and I just, I don't know, the narrative like unfolds in a way that I think keeps you kind of engaged and invested. Um, you know, it's maybe not everyone's cup of tea, but I, mm. I really enjoyed it. It's my uh, kind of game. I'll get this in my queue, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the game that came out a couple of months ago that was similar to it that you played? You both played? You Somerville. Got, you, Somerville. Is no. that a better Somerville? Yes. Right. Much better than Somerville. That seems to be the consensus that it's a fair bit better than Somerville. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. You'll, well, definitely, you'll definitely, definitely like be better for me, aye? I couldn't fucking play that. <laughs> <laughs> Does hell. it work, aye? Oh, it's better. Aye, it's better. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> unreal. Are you, you played in handy? Oh, no, no, just the same stuff, sorry. No. Yeah. Cool. I'm mm. um, dying with this heat, by the way. Mm. No, no, I was hoping I was hoping as the show went on you would sort of warm up to putting this, the heat in the bin. You're not quite there yet, but Andy is now using his hat as a fan. No. So I think I think if I I think if I, I think if I keep him here for another twenty minutes or so, he might just break and put it in the bin. I'm I'm gonna keep over. <laughs> Fuck my Right, well let's move on to the news then. We'll wrap it. Is that a bird? Yes. I hope that's getting picked up on the mic. At first I thought it was the heat police. The heat police, yeah. We've left the windows open tonight as well, so apologies if there are any inclusions that... Yeah, if there's any extra noises, sorry, but at a certain point, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not fucking keeling over here. Again. Okay, news time then, so yeah. News, news, I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news. Let's start off with probably the biggest news of the year, let alone Summer Game Fest. Skull and Bones! Oh yes. It was once again prominently featured at the Ubisoft Forward event on Monday night. Those not wanting to see a release date were enchanted by a catchy sea shanty. Followed by the announcement of another closed beta coming in August. Um, Yeah, I I mean... How could you ask for more? Mm-hmm. You'll have to shut your curtains again, Craig. Yes, that's right, aye. Skull and Bones, the game that never delivers, but just keeps coming. <laughs> 20... When did it... I mean... 2013. Wow. Wow. 
again, that jaw. I, I meant to check this right because I'm like, it feels like it can't be true. But then they are. They do output a lot of games, and I looked at the comments, and no one called them out on it. Mm-hmm. The John Lennon, the guy from Digital Foundry, he put out a tweet today, and he was like, "Since, um, since Ubisoft started working on Skull and Bones, Insomniac have developed and released nineteen games." <laughs> Now, some of those are mobile games, some of those are smaller games, but fuck sake. Come on. I c- see, honestly, during that Ubisoft event when they just, they brought these guys out, it was like a full band, and they did like a three-minute Skull and Bones-inspired sea shanty with full fucking, like, instruments <sighs> and all sorts, and I was like, is it, I mean, is it out now? What's happening? And then at the end, it just came up, closed beta coming in August and I was like that means it's not even coming out this year oh my god I put out a tweet that was just like once again Skull and Bones stole the show smashed it and some folk got it the joke and other folk were like what are you talking about and then one guy was just like your negativity's not helping <laughs> I was like I clicked to his profile I was like I bet this guy works in the game <laughs> I'm sorry but if you don't want me to make jokes fucking put your game out actual news now uh, so Embracer Group the enormous holding company notorious for buying up studios and IPs is currently preparing for a significant restructure so in order to realise untapped potential in Embracer Group and better optimise the use of our resources the conglomerate is set to make some sweeping changes which sadly include layoffs studio closures and project cancellations currently there's no mention how severe the cutbacks are going to be but in an open letter from CEO Lars Winge Winge Fors Winge Fors It's definitely not Winge, it's got a Fors on the end of it Yeah, Uh, Lars It said that the company employs nearly 17,000 people That figure will be lower by the end of the year But it's apparently too early to give an exact forecast on this Similarly, similarly, it's not yet been disclosed which studios and games will be shut down and cancelled, although it looks like anything currently announced is safe. The open letter also states Embracer Group will look to provide opportunities for our colleagues to transition into other projects. So, Basically, we're binning some of you, but we've not decided how many yet. Mm. So if anyone wants to do any extra duties or if you'd like to work any unscheduled overtime and not get paid for it, then <laughs> yeah. all of this stuff will be held in your file and put forward when we're bidding folk. Yeah, I mean, there's a legal process they have to go through, obviously, so uh, they can't. Um, but yeah, it's a shame. Like it's. This was always coming. This company has just been buying up shit for mm. fucking ages. And they were using, they were like, sort of like, they were raising money behind the scenes to buy all these studios and I don't think they've been able to put out stuff fast enough to see the returns from it. Like, we, we saw them basically give Tomb Raider to Amazon, and that was their most fucking prominent IP. Mm-hmm. Like, so, uh, it's not looking good. They're going to have to downsize. There was talk of a Deus Ex remake, but it hadn't been announced. I'll be fucking livid if that's affected by this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah... It's just we've spoken about this before. The same thing that's happening everywhere. Everyone's have everyone's feeling it's, the crunch. It's business at the end of the day, isn't it? You have to. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, next up, Shadow Gambit, the Cursed Crew is a stealth strategy game in which you'll guide your cursed pirate crew towards a legendary treasure while avoiding or doing away with the Inquisition. The game has now been given an 18th, no, 17th of August date for PlayStation, Xbox, Steam and Epic Store. If you'd like a chance to try it ahead of time, a demo will go live on Steam on June 19th as part of Steam Next Fest. Yeah, I just wanted to highlight this game. It looks really cool and there's going to be there's going to be hundreds of demos in that Steam Next mm-hmm. Fest, but it looks really cool mm-hmm. and it's definitely worth trying. Mm-hmm. So just before we move on, by the way, I've spoken, some people listening to this podcast will already know this as I've spoken about it many times, but there's a natural f- or unnatural phenomenon that goes on in this very room where <laughs> at night the room continues to get warmer, <laughs> right? Now, Castles have confirmed this, Heating engineer, right? Knows knows his heat, the mm-hmm. man. The boy knows his heat. For some reason, even after the sun goes away, this room continues to get warmer and it peaks about 10 o'clock. So I'm looking at you over there and you do look like we might need to call an ambulance, <laughs> right? It's I'm not, starting to melt into I, the couch. Yeah. This room... I'm starting it, to become one with it. I, one with the leather. This is what I have to put up with every single day. This is not even... I don't this, mean, it's I not even this room. A couch in the seat as well. This isn't this room's final form. <laughs> That's just the, the second voice. <laughs> it's quarter past nine at the moment. It's still got forty-five minutes of getting warmer. Fuck oh, man. It's. You know what? You know what the issue is. There's literally no air in here. The windows are open. Well, it's not coming in. I know. It doesn't come in. Yeah, it literally just gets warmer and warmer and warmer. I'm actually getting light here. I can feel my critical thinking leaving me. That's the thing. Like, I see the amount of people that there's multiple people that listen to this podcast that I've said to before. Like, by the way, my living room. Like, as the night goes on, you just start to melt, and they're like, oh, "Can it be right? Can it be right?" You can attest, it's right. Mm-hmm. Unreal. And what did John say about it? Do you have any analysis with his expertise? No. Eh? no, he's really confused by it. Though. <laughs> really confused by it. Maybe he needs to bring his instruments over. Usually at this point, if he's running for a film, he's lying on the laminate floor just to try and get a bit of cool. And then he goes and sits outside. Yeah, we have to have outdoor breaks. <laughs> we literally stop the film halfway through and go and sit outside for 10 minutes. Holy fuck's sake. you got to schedule in a fucking yeah. outside break. Yep. okay we touched on this already but cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty has been dated for september 26 and will cost 24.99 this was confirmed at the xbox showcase alongside a rather impressive looking trailer delivered by a very odd sounding keanu reeves it has to be said Uh, since the announcement Mm -hmm. we've heard multiple outlets who got hands on with the game and the consensus seems to be that it is completely outdone itself why does he talk like that? It was really weird, wasn't it? Jinky's like, voice was modulated. No, it's his cadence. It's his cadence which is really weird. Mm. That kind of... I don't even know how to do it. I was not going to attempt it, but he's got such a weird cadence with the way he talks. It's so strange. I thought he sounded auto-tuned or something. No, or... it's just weird. He's just it a weird, weird guy. Really weird. Mm. They should have had Idris Elba. Yeah, that. it was a bit strange that they didn't have Idris Elba. Maybe Keanu's just more into it. Hmm... Mm. That's a good point, actually. But maybe, yeah. Maybe because of how viral it went last time. We, that's true. I love you. Is that what, what, what ah, it was? Uh, your, was it your breathtaking? Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. it was. Uh, 
think he's maybe trying to capture another moment like that, maybe. Could be. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I mean, he's probably... They've probably got him signed up for as many sort of PR stunts as they need as well, but I'm excited for yeah. this. Like, don't get me wrong, I was excited about it before, but then literally every place that's done a preview is like, this is the ultimate RPG and I don't know. I don't know what. I'm not, I don't want to read it to find out what they've changed. But apparently, it's like night and day compared to the main game. And I fucking love the main game, as I have spoke about. So I'm really excited for this. Yeah, as they sort of did recently with Horizon. Like, I, I take it you don't have to have reached a certain level in the game or completed the base game to play this. Well, with Horizon, you did have. Well, to. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't think they've mentioned it. I would think they would have it as a side story or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense to me in, in things like this that you would make it almost a side story so that you don't have to play the main game at all mm-hmm. to get the maximum amount of people in the door. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously... But I'm I, not sure. I started Cyberpunk, but I, I didn't finish it. No, me neither, but I'll go back to it now, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Ah, in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking of all those save files I lost. Oh, yeah. That was only from January, though. I should be all right. The best if you have to have completed the game and I've lost my save file on. Oh, I'll be a, I'll be a mad dash. Oh, who are you finish. kidding? You fucking love playing it again. I know, I know. <laughs> Any excuse. No time, but there's too many games coming out. Mirage. Uh, Billy Goat Entertainment dropped a trailer for their upcoming delivery game Parcel Corpse over the weekend. Um, the game looks like a mix of kind of crazy taxi and jet set radio as you stylishly attempt to deliver items as quickly as possible. Uh, we can't really do this one justice with words but highly recommend checking out for yourself. Yeah, check out this trailer. This looks fucking awesome. That This is the team that made a game if you haven't ever heard of this game then you'll be like what the fuck are you talking about? It's called Your Majesty's Spiffing and it was like a point and click game that was really funny and really well done, really good humour. And they, it turns out they did they had a game out a couple of years ago as well that I didn't know about, and now they're making this. And they've got again, they've got a lot of good humour in it. But it's like, yeah, it's like a cycling game, but it's like Crazy Taxi, where you're trying to like deliver stuff in a certain amount of time, but you can do like skill moves and bounce off walls and stuff. It looks really fun. Um you can't do it justice, check a trailer and you'll you'll see what we mean. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, was announced last week at the Keeley Bonanza and despite looking brilliant, it was met with a bunch of hate online. The reason for this appears to mainly be down to the art style, which is a little too much like Fortnite for some, and the choice of music in the trailer as well. Uh, the developer, Ubisoft Montpellier, has come out and said that they, quote, welcome all your reactions, positive and negative. Basically, as- fuck off. <laughs> I hope that's their reaction, is fuck off. Because the game looked really cool. It's like a two, 2.5D Prince of Persia. The combat looked really cool. The moving about, the traversal looked fucking great. Like, I thought it looked excellent. Everyone I was watching it with was like, oh, this is really cool. And then apparently on, online, everybody's hating on it because it had a little bit of rap music. Mm. Fuck off. <laughs> like, who's fucking precious about Prince of Persia? Come on. But that's the the one worry because it's dated for January next year, and the one worry is that they look at the hate and go, "Oh, we better change it," and then it gets delayed a year and just put it out. Fuck them, bunch of bedroom dwellers. Kind of please everyone. Exactly. As long as you're pleasing me, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play it. Yeah. Um. That's kind of all we have in terms of news this week. Um. Obviously, other stuff has happened, but. 
We've done enough live streams that have covered the most yeah, of it. Yeah. Cat Call Me Shite, Ubisoft was good. Yeah. That's about and it. as the weeks unfold, I'm sure there'll be there'll be more. Um, but yeah. I will catch up. Yeah, so we'll move now to the movie review this week, um, which is Journey to the Centre of the Earth. So with the release of the new DLC course on Walkabout Mini Golf, Journey to the Centre of the Earth, we decided to pick this movie um, to sort of coincide with that. Craig, you've spent time playing Walkabout Mini Golf DLC as well as playing it with the developer. Yes. So would you like to talk about that? Yeah, it was really cool getting to uh, sort of like launch the new course with uh, one of the developers, JP, who was a really cool guy. Great, great chatting to him. Made lots of really cool insights about how the game's made and just the sort of structure they've got going. Because like they're firing out these new courses at a hell of a rate. And like you were saying, I've got at any one time we've got about thirteen courses on the go. Um, just so and they've they've sort of now slotted into a sort of pipeline of getting them out almost every six weeks mm-hmm. which is really impressive said it takes like six to nine months usually to to make one he works on the psvr2 version of the game and yeah it was just it was it was really interesting it was really it was a really cool opportunity to get to do it because it was the launch day and i was one of the first one of the first people up so they put out a, a sort of schedule and I was on right as the game launched, so it was really cool to get to do that. Mm-hmm. You can obviously go back and watch it on our YouTube channel. Um, and watch me win, much. by the way. Well, that so, was not mentioned on the stream. It was not, mm-hmm. Andy. Right, so I'm a pretty... Avid golfer. I'm a pretty avid golfer, but I'm also... Can I get you off the course? <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can't get me off the walkabout mini golf course. But I'm also... I'm quite humble. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... When I won by two shots against someone who made the game, the temptation was there, right? To really call this out live mm-hmm. on the air. But I was like, no, too nice a guy. I didn't even mention that I'd won, right? I just thanked the guy. And I was like, JP, you're the man. Thank you. He might have went easy on me. I don't know. But I'm going to choose to believe he didn't. And so I let him go. But... Still fucking undefeated, by the way, in online matches. Other than JP, I've not played anyone of note. <laughs> it must, it must, it must be said. You've played a very drunken t- Terry, also a stream which you should definitely go and watch because I was in stitches watching that one. Yeah. Um, so as as well as that, as well as the stream against the developer, the night before, uh, I did do a stream with Terry and Castles, and it descended into utter madness. The second course we played. So with the first course we played, everything was going fine. And I'd said to Terry at one point, he was like, ah, I'm drinking this new beer. And he's telling me about the beer. And I was like, how many you had? Just a few. Just a few. Right? And I, was, mm-hmm. I, I thought at the time, has he had just a few? Well, we played a second course. And the second course is called Upside Town. And so it's really, it's, it is a mindfuck, right? Because there's certain uh, parts of the course where it's on the wall and there's no gravity, so you actually have to hold the club on its side and hit it along the wall. Right. And there's ones where you have to hit it along the ceiling and see, try to put a ball on the ceiling. It's difficult. But Terry is ruined by this point, right? <laughs> and so the thing is, you choose your avatar and it's such a social game. Like, it's the only game that I like playing online. Because it's just like, see if you were to jump on, you can just sit and have a chat while mm-hmm. casually having a, a game. And it feels like you're playing with somebody because the avatar, 
you can see their eyes blinking and see when the person talks, the mouth moves. Right. Right? And when you move, the thing moves. So Terry... <laughs> when Terry gets drunk, his head starts to, like, drop and, like, move. And at certain points... <laughs> I need to send you it. There's clips. I need to watch there's, there's clips, Andy. It's so funny. There's certain points where, like, we're standing there and we're talking, and Terry, would just, Terry's avatar would just go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't wait to see this. It would just drop and be castles. I mean, honestly, I think there was four times I had to take the headset off because the tears were coming down my eyes and it was it steamed up the headset and I couldn't see. But there was one. So there was one time that he, oh, I think I, but I think I'd been crying because he kept, his head kept dropping, and I was like, I just need a minute. I just need a minute. And I wiped my eyes and I put it back on. It was his shot, and he's just standing there. And me and Castles are like, right, Terry, it's fucking quarter to midnight. Like, hit your shot, and he's like, I, I'm trying. I can't find my ball. The ball's in the ceiling. I hit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! And we're like, ah, Terry, it's right there, and all you can see is his head down like this, looking about. <laughs> <laughs> and it's right above his head, and I was like, no, Terry, it's on the ceiling. And he's like, what do you mean the ceiling? The, the balls on the ceiling, just shut up. <laughs> and then eventually, fucking realised, but because obviously, just <laughs> because he'd kept drinking, the next shot is on the ceiling again, and he's still walking about, and I'm like, it's still on the ceiling. And he's, <laughs> just kept forgetting it was so funny oh, wow. honestly it was so good I need to send you the clips uh, Chris I think he, he clipped a few bits out of the stream and it was just uh, it was funny but um, <laughs> definitely check out those two streams but yeah the, the new course is based on the film Journey to the Centre of the Earth well you and say film certainly so. certainly feels like we're at the centre of the earth just now because yeah. it's fucking roasting so Craig actually Journey to the Centre of the Earth is a classic science fiction novel by Jules Verne um first published in French in 1864. So being the keen reader you'll be, that you'll you be, are... You'll be shocked to know that I did not learn French and read that. Right. I mean, it was adapted, obviously, but um, I assume when you first played the new course, you the setting didn't really mean much to you. It didn't at all. But then I know that in the past they have had a lot of courses that have been based... Like they've got one based in Labyrinth. Mm. Um, and so I was like... when. It, Journey to the Centre of the Earth was just a really weird thing to call it if it wasn't based on something. So I asked you, and I was like, I take it this is based on like a film or a book or something, like, and you were like, aye. Um, which made sense, because they, they do do it quite a lot. Yeah, so um, like we say, we decided to watch the, the 2008 adaptation. There was a 60s movie, but we, we went for 2008, obviously. Um, filmed by Eric Brevik, um, mm-hmm. starring Brendan Fraser, Anita Bream and Josh Hutcherson, um, so it's a kind of obviously modern day paraphrase of the the, the book um, and the sixties the sixties movie as well, and follows the kind of novel's overall structure with um, the geology professor, his nephew, and an Icelandic guide, um, Hannah, and they discover well they they go to the journey they go to the center of the earth basically yes and there's some shit down there, including dinosaurs. Um, and yeah, so one dinosaur, <laughs> one dinosaur, <laughs> and a skeleton. skeleton yeah. mm-hmm. um, Must have been a pretty lonely dinosaur, eh? You can't be having much fun. No, there wasn't really much in the way of plot with this film. To be honest, was there? Really, was more just a 
like a roller coaster ride through things happening. Yeah, it was strange. It, it was a strange film. Like I actually enjoyed it in a way. Like that? I enjoyed it too. It wasn't I, bad. I thought it was alright. Like it was very enjoy. Like, it was very enjoyable, but it wasn't like an amazing film. No, it was. It was like not offensive in any shape yeah, or form. It was a PG. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like the whole time. I was like, oh, I want to see what happens next. There was nothing really happening. But at the same point, I was like... <laughs> I was, I was like, going I th- from one point to next. They went on a journey. They yeah. did. Yeah. They did go on a journey. But the, the, I think the casting of the three leads helped. Yeah. Because they're all quite likeable. Yeah. yeah. And they all got on well. Let's talk about them and the relationship between the characters. Because this was an interesting narrative to me. Where quite early on, the, what, 13-year-old kid? 15. Well, he was playing a 13-year-old, was it? Was he? Well, in real life, he was 15. Right. Was he playing a 13-year-old? I think so. Um, when they meet Hannah, this like, Icelandic yeah. mountain guide, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I'm going to call dibs on her, right? Aye. That's what the, the young boy says. Aye. But clearly, Brendan Fraser, also attracted to this young girl. The age of, What's the age of these people? Right, aye. So I looked into this. So the young boy, as soon as he sees her, turns to Brendan Fraser and goes, dibs. And I'm I like, think that's tongue in cheek though, is it? Oh, it is I, but still you're like, what fucking age are you? And then Brendan Fraser's obviously like, get to fuck, I'm on dibs. And I'm like, what fucking age are you? And so I looked into this. The boy's 15, the girl's 26, and Brendan Fraser's 39. So none of this is okay. Right? <laughs> none of this is okay. Excuse me? How what? is that not okay? Well, it's just, it's too big a gap. 13 years. This is exactly the... <laughs> <laughs> fucking years between me and Heather. Thank is you it? very much. Oh, oh. Well, it was twelve years actually. Well, there you go. Twelve's fine. What did you say, Heather? Twenty-six. Is she? Aye. Fucking hell, you cradle just, robin just bastard. Just you fucking going. You cradle robin bastard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I just thought it was a. I know it was meant to be a bit tongue in cheek, like you say, and a bit funny. But I don't know that. And then she, you know, she made some comments about like them both fancying her kind of thing, and it was just a bit it, weird it, for it, me. It was the point later on when she had fucked off. She was just going to leave them, and then they fought the dinosaur, mm-hmm. and then she comes back in a dinosaur's mouth, like mm-hmm. a fucking teacup, yeah. as if it's a teacup, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, "Who was it called, Dibs again?" And you're like, "He's fifteen. Do we have to remind you that that is rape? <laughs> that is sexual assault. You're an attractive lady. I'm sure he'd fucking love it. You'd get to jail." She has an attractive lady. I'd never seen her in anything else before, did no. you? No. She's probably not. She's probably not in a lot of stuff. Don't no. recognise her. She has a, a native of, uh, what was it? She's like Scandinavian oh, she? actress. Uh, so. mm. They probably just got someone quick. I mean, look, one of the things about this film, I would say, is it clearly didn't have a massive budget. The CG was shocking. It was really bad. Some of it was Aye. very green screened. Uh, yeah, there was, there, there was multiple bits where you were Especially like... Especially when they're walking on... Something that's obviously no there. Aye. And now you went to the effort of like getting a flo- proper floor and then CG and run about it. Yeah. Is that sometimes the floor is CG'd yeah, yeah. and it's like you can always tell that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's so like because it's shadow that really makes it bad. Mm. I think it's the shadow and lighting and it's just so like juxtaposed to the ground to actually Aye. that person. It looks fucked up. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. 
and like 2008, so you know yeah. it was a while back. But, uh, but then we always 2008, come back. It's not long ago. Jurassic no, Park. But then we all, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> as I meant to say, we always come back to the fact that Jurassic Park was 1993, and it still looks fucking amazing. And this looks like fifteen shit. years after Jurassic Park. They Aye. clearly didn't have the budget of Jurassic Park. Exactly. The, you know the technology is there to make it good. They just didn't always have enough money or time. Because that's something that Aye, is sometimes that's true. where they're like, well, I get this out for this time, and they're like, but we've not done everything, and they have to rush it. You know what I mean? So. That's true, yeah. But there there was multiple times where they're like walking and it was that way where sometimes when stuff's green screened it can look completely natural but you could almost see a bit of the outline on the person. It was was, was nippy. It was like somebody in a webcam trying to do... I think it was more a time issue than more than anything else. Aye. It was like being in a Teams call and somebody's putting the space station as their background or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another little game in tie-in as we always like when the little boy well teenage boy was first introduced playing his PSP yeah that was cool and then he used the PSP on the internet as well yeah on a plane and pretty much solved the mystery Mm -hmm. aye his PSP Mm -hmm. worked online on the plane which is pretty good that was that was impressive um there was, there was, aye, there was just some, like you say, it was just fam, it was all, it was like family friendly fun. I thought Brendan Fraser was pretty good in it. I've never been a massive fan of him, but like, I don't know, I just thought he was pretty good. Like, he'd wee quips, like, don't worry, like, navigation's my sixth sense as he nearly falls down a gigantic fucking hole. Mm-hmm. That's like, I think Brendan Fraser was one of those actors, though, that I wouldn't seek him out in a film, but mm-hmm. if he's in a film, I will not mind it. Aye. You know, that way, like, mm-hmm. if he's in it, I'll not be like, oh, fuck, no Brendan Fraser. I'll be like, oh, Brendan Fraser. But I'll not let go of the new Brendan Fraser films out. Yeah. I need to go and see that. Nobody's ever IMDB'd Brendan Fraser to find out what films he's in when they're looking for a film on a Friday night. No, no. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because he there, there was a sequel to this. So yeah, with Journey Rock, to with your man. The Mysterious Island. We did debate, should we watch that one? Because obviously it's got The Rock in it and I mm-hmm. love The Rock. Um, but we thought, no, we better just stick to the original. But Brendan Fraser declined um, to do the sequel, yeah. And obviously they got... Do you not think it's really weird that, like, we've the three of us have just said quite enjoyed the film, but it is a five out of ten, and that they did a sequel Mm. to a five out of ten film. Brendan Fraser said, "No, you're all right," and The Rock did it Mm -hmm. when he was big. They got a much better cast because Michael Caine's in it as well. That's really weird, isn't it? But it's still the. And it's supposed to be a better film. Still the boy. Still the boy. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it? it's apparently it's uh, it's his mum's n- new man. That's what it is. Ah. Like his stepdad type thing, okay. and his grandpa goes missing, and they go and try and find him on some island. Okay. I was actually going to maybe watch it. <laughs> well, we need I some. Mean, we need some for next week. It's got the rock in it. I'm not opposed. Nah, to that. we'll just fucking watch that. Right, we? we'll do that for next week. <laughs> Cause compare I, it because I do want like, it's got a high a much higher rating than IMDb as you'd expect I suppose considering the rocks in it but like I wonder when they went to Brendan Fraser if like, they were like right making a sequel here going a bit higher budget Michael Caine The Rock you interested and he's like ah, no and like what have you got a terminal illness no I just don't mm, fancy it I think he had a lot going on no did he know like did mental he? health stuff and that oh did he I, oh, I think he did because he was out of the game for a wee while I oh think. was he aye because he's come back quite recently with quite a, like a, a new film and he's winning awards and all that kind of stuff and everyone's like all oh, glad to see him back ah. you know what I mean kind of thing so I think he had some issues that makes sense then because I was going to say I haven't seen him in much mm-hmm. but he's not someone that I necessarily keep tabs on 
Did you keep tabs on the characters' backpacks throughout the film? Yes, because I clocked that how many times <laughs> they left them behind, yeah, and then they, and then just they just showed up. So yeah. obviously, in some scene, they went back. Mm. So they went fucking wandered like a mile, and then went, oh fuck, we forgot backpacks. But in a scene they don't show, they had to go back for them because yeah. they'd done that so many times. Do you think this is just really bad editing? Yeah, I think they just mm. a little bit of a continuity right. issue in here. The first time I noticed it was when when did they. When they dropped down into that cave, like when they were dropped, when they were falling for miles, mm-hmm. and then it became a water kind of slide, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and they got to the bottom of that, and then they took the pack off because they fell in water, mm-hmm. and they took the packs off, and then they went through a wee cave where the birds flew through, and yes. I, I clock, shut myself there, and they went through a wee cave, and I clocked it. They dropped their backpacks, and I was like, "That's the last thing I would do is leave all my fucking equipment and supplies behind." Yeah. But then all of a sudden they had them on again and I was like, yeah. oh, they must have been back. Yeah, and I the, didn't even notice. The boy, so I... see when he gets like kited away, yeah. he doesn't have his backpack at that point because he wakes mm-hmm. up on this thing he's going to ah, hinge. Right. Um, but then, you know, he's got his diamonds at the very end. That's not been omitted. Oh, fuck, that's oh, right. Yeah. That's what so, I mean. Either. They just sh- yeah. show up every now and again, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a gaming backpack where it's just like fucking <laughs> invisible and you can fit everything in it. <laughs> 300 weight. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I was really excited when when I realised there was going to be a dinosaur appearance, a T Rex, no less. Mm. But fuck me, the dinosaur looked shit. Looked bad, really bad. It did look bad. It looked like a like a Barney ripoff. Yeah, it was bad. Fun fact: the saliva that drips on him um, is a mixture of hair gel, Seven Up, and peat moss. That can't have been pleasant. No, probably not. But there you go. I was getting paid. I'm. Wait, Probably getting paid a fair amount to get jizzed on by that stuff. Yeah, um, it was weird as well. I don't and again, I don't know why they did this, but when just before that bit you're talking about when he gets taken away by the what is it the I mean I called it a kite, it's not aye, a kite. Not the, a kite, but when he gets the taken the the away when he gets taken away by the sale, just before that, he gets a phone call from his mum mm-hmm. at the Senate of the Earth. Yeah. No, I mean, I can't get a signal at the bottom of the garden. And that guy, he's getting a fucking phone call. I know. And that's quickly just actually like. Pretty good written, 5G masts down there, yeah. Written out. There's no subsequent conversation. Oh, my mum was on the phone, by the way. I like, know. Maybe something you no, want to pass on. Uh, it was kind of pointless, actually, wasn't yeah. it? There was no plot. That it was, wasn't they used again in any no. kind of way? Yeah. It's a weird film, like, because you don't get many films, like, uh, that are like, there's not many folk in it, really. When you think about it, mm, yeah, you know there I mean? wasn't a lot of folk in this at all. There's three leads, and then there's essentially two, two other characters. Mm. The his lab assistant, and then that other dick for the. And then the, you see the the boy's mum briefly, and that's it. Aye, that's it. And they're like, aye, not even really there. So it's three people in this full film. I never thought of that, but aye, it really. Is. Is. You don't really clock. You don't really. It's not something you really clock very much. But there's not a lot of people in this. Mm. And yet they still couldn't, I don't know, up the CGI budget. <laughs> no, I couldn't. <laughs> Question, right? So, see when they get to the, the centre of the earth bit, lovely vistas, very cool place, and then the blonde decides to go a walk, which seemed like a bad idea, but it worked out all right, although she found the dead dad. Mm-hmm. See when that happened, did you think... Nah, the dad's not dead. He's definitely shown up later. 
I thought it was going to show up. I thought that was they were going to find him. Aye. So at yeah. first I thought it was going to be like, oh, the dead guy, that's some other dead guy and the dad's actually still alive because yeah. this is a weird film that you would just randomly kill the dad. And it, at the beginning he was missing. Then later on, see that bird that was guiding him? Yeah. I'm like, the bird's the dad reincarnated. <laughs> Like, that's genuinely that. what I thought. Because there's this random bird I know. that's just helping him get out. That's the dad. And it keeps going to the sun. I'm thinking, like, it's the centre of the earth. I don't know, like, nature. Uh, I thought it was going to be some weird sort of turn where it was like, oh, nature evolves and all this sort of stuff. But then again, he brings the bird back with him, but yeah. they just don't mention it. And the that bird just be, fucking flies away then. You never know. That could be a shout. Yeah. Honestly, if you, that could it's be. one of these ones you can just interpret it as you will, Craig. Yeah, that, that's how you think chose just, to interpret that. Maybe they just forgot. Yeah. That's what I thought. When when they confirmed the dad was dead, I was like, right, he's, he must be the bird. But he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'll say is, in terms of bad CG, the piranhas, man, they looked <laughs> awful. Aye. I mean, as a Piranha 3D connoisseur, another film that we are going to watch at some point because it's fucking brilliant. The Piranhas in that film look fantastic. But the puppet puppetry ones were all right, though. The actual ones they had to hold as they were snapping at them. They were all right, aye. They were aye. well made. But the ones that were diving through the air. Oh, no, they were shocking. Terrible. Aye. Terrible. There wasn't even women in bikinis during that bit. I mean, is it Piranha 3D at all? <laughs> Certainly not Piranha 3 D. <laughs> Okay. A geology so, that we'll be watching. Yeah. Um, shall we rate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three. Aye, uh, three. Because it wasn't bad, it wasn't great. I was expecting worse. Mm. They, did, they, they hit me with a summer game fest. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a lot, <laughs> and I was actually, I was thinking I was quite into it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, an average three for me, I think, as well. Aye. It was enjoyable, but yeah. Um, so yeah, next week we'll go for Journey 2, number two, not to you. The Mysterious Island. The Mysterious Island. Island featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So. Seems very weird that we've not seen this. I don't think I've seen it, but you usually make me watch every film with The Rock in it because mm. you've got a wee bit of a It was 2012, form. which is when we began our, our intimate relationship, Craig. So maybe it was just... We've maybe been together you, since you 2010, to take it. by the way. Aye. Yes. Oh, oh well, there you go. Fucking believe. Apparently, the first two years were just pals. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh my! I'm going to say she's trying to keep her love for the rock under wraps as you're getting your romance started, but it's already been kicking for two years. How many other guys were you seen in the first two years before we went steady? <laughs> she's keeping you on the line. Fucking hell! July 29th, 2010. Are you one? Are you the one in the relationship that remembers the dates? Evidently so. Or the years. <laughs> Two thousand and twelve. <laughs> that is a fucking scandal, by the way. Wow, that's great. I'll be dying off that for a while. Tell you that. And by the time you forgot when we got together, go, go make the dinner. <laughs> um, okay, so on that note, let's wrap this episode up. Look, can you? I know you're embarrassed, your face is going red, but it's warm enough in here, right? I don't need to heat off your face. Let's just try and cool this place down. Mm. Alright, I'll just edit out. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> we know, we were here. We, we know the truth of what happened. Um, okay yeah that is us for this week as always we will push out another episode next Thursday at 3pm so join us for that in the meantime there's lots of other content that you can go check out on the website or indeed on our YouTube channel videos to catch up on if you haven't seen them 
I'm going home for a cold shower, man. Yeah. I've already had one. I'm going for another one. I'm going for one. It's, it's needed. Fucking Heat in the bin? Anyone? Anyone? Mm, maybe next week. Yep. See how we go on. Well, it's not supposed to drop below 24 before next week, so... Have fun. Goodbye. Ciao.